Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Unlock Show. I'm your host, Tracy Wilson. I'm going solo this morning. Uh, I know that you guys were waiting for me to have the amazing guest, Kim Sorrell, on with me this morning, but unfortunately, at the last minute, Kim's not able to make it. So I thought, well, what the heck? What a great topic to talk about. What a great topic in terms of what does love actually have to do with anything or have to do with business? I thought, why don't I just jump on and start talking about this anyway? So I have renamed today's show and I'm going to talk about why I think love is actually the missing piece in business and what sort of things can we do to incorporate that into our brand and into our messaging. Like I said, I thought it was a great topic. Um, I'm seeing, you know, when we talk about love, we often think, oh, a bit mushy, doesn't really fit in alignment with business. Um, but why not? Why does it not fit there? Um, are some of us a little bit sick of the old traditional ways of doing business, which is all about looking at our bottom line and doing things um, based on metrics? Why can't we get a little bit mushy and add a bit of love into the mix? So let's um let's just kick off and let's just talk about that. So again, you know, why is love often overlooked in this business world? And when I sort of stopped and I didn't have Kim coming on the show and I thought, what the heck, I'm just going to do this show anyway. Sort of sat down with my pen and paper and just wrote a few notes and I thought, I'm just going to share all of those with you today. So like I mentioned it a little, um, just a few moments ago, the traditional way of doing business or the traditional business model sort of focuses a lot on profits and our metrics rather than emotional connections with customers or with employees or even with, um, you know, the, ourselves in business. You know, we often don't always look at how do we love ourselves in the business realm? How do we, you know, we're co constantly slogging away and even the, the, um, you know, a lot of what we talk about is, you know, grind and hustle until your kind of fingers bleed or your eyes bleed. And we don't often think about, is that actually really loving ourselves? And I like to say, well, it probably isn't if you're slogging your guts out and you're, you're sort of feeling like you're getting nowhere or running yourself into the, into the ground. So when we talk about love being the missing piece in business, why is that? Well, it's often because, like I said, it's one of those mushy things that often people look at. It's a soft or an emotional concept that in the traditional world, has said it's got no place here um, in this cutthroat world of business. And many business leaders actually prioritize their profits over their people and they see emotions as a liability rather than an asset. And if I think back to my days being in the corporate world, would even be things that I would have heard around, you know, leave your baggage at the door, leave that meaning, leave all of your emotions, leave all of your stuff that's going on at home, leave all of that other crap at the door, because there's no place here um, in this business for your emotions to kind of take over. And so, in the traditional world, we often see those emotions as a liability rather than an asset. However, in the entrepreneurial space, we're starting to see this mindset shift. We're starting to see there's a change in entrepreneurs actually realizing the value of creating an emotional connection with their customers and with their employees and, again, even with themselves. And you often see that in things like, you know, how do you take care of yourselves, meditation, visualization, taking um, a, a client of mine called Five Minutes for Me, taking five minutes out of your day to really focus on yourself and love yourself. So there's all sorts of things that we're starting to 
see being incorporated into business. And I'm going to go as far as saying we're even seeing this in government legislation um, here in Australia. There's been some new legislation passed around mental illness and mental health of employees. So we're really starting to see that shift in uh, businesses or pe- business leaders starting to take this side of things, really side of business, really seriously because they're starting to see that this emotional stuff, that you know, loving one another, being kind, all of those wonderful things, actually do make a big difference to a business's bottom line. I'm really interested to know from you guys if you're tuning in today. Um, you know, let me know in the comments today whether you know what sort of things do you do to incorporate love into to your business or if you're working for somebody else how is how do you see that being incorporated into the business in which you work for so when a business actually prioritizes love they can then start to create a culture of empathy and compassion and you see that kind of allowing um your 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 brand your overall business the people within it being able to connect with your customers and your audience on a much deeper level. You're even seeing this with like content creation when you're seeing people really talk honestly and being very vulnerable in what they talk about because they then getting to the, you know, sharing the crux of what's going on with them. And it's really connecting with their audience at a very deep level. So I think you're starting to see that. And that emotional connection can actually start to lead to increased loyalty. So these are some of the things that you'll see as you start to incorporate this into your business. So an increased um, level of loyalty with your customers higher engagement, and ultimately you're going to start to see that in your bottom line because it will start to translate into more sales. So what we want to think about here is the fact that love's not just a feel-good concept. It's not just a mushy thing that we should be thinking about. It's actually a really powerful tool that can help us to build our business and grow our business um, on a much bigger level. So I want to give you a couple of examples here of some uh, businesses who have really taken this on board and they've incorporated this into their brands. There's two that kind of come to mind. The first one is Patagonia. So Patagonia is a company that has always been committed to kind of environmental causes. Their customers are really loyal the customers are loyal because they know that the company actually truly cares about those environmental issues. So they really speak to their customers, you know, where they're at. Their customers are also the kinds of people that are interested, uh, caring about environmental issues. And the company has gone as far as now even donating um, 1% of their sales to environmental causes. So they've really taken the concept of who are they about, what are they going to be, and then taking that even one step further and giving back to other organisations that are in alignment with what they're about. The other company that comes to mind is a beauty company, and that's Dove. So when you look at um, Dove, they've actually been committed to promoting positive body language for women for, you know, forever. Um, And they've created numerous campaigns around this. They've focused on self-love, body positivity, no matter, you know, what size, what color, what race, et cetera, you are. They've really focused on that. And they've even launched a self-esteem project that is aimed at young girls. So you can see that with those two companies, you can kind of take on board or you can start to see how they have taken this concept of love 
that you would typically see, you know, in a family environment. We talk a lot about that in our in families, um, but it's not really a word that's heard a lot in business. But they've definitely taken that on board. They've looked at it and gone, well, how can we incorporate that into our business? And then they have gone ahead and incorporated it by doing the things that they do, by being very true to who they are and making sure that the brand that they are creating is got elements of love with it. Now, I also want to share, um, I'm going to kind of share a couple of, I suppose, personal stories about this sort of stuff. And I think about the clients in which I work with. And this might be at a really, you know, if you think about what you can do, but sometimes it's even at the most basic level. You know, clients will stay with you. And I typically have clients that like to stay with me. I've had some for five years and they come back over and over and over again um, to deal with me on various different levels. And what I try and do is there's this kind of, I'm going to say, misconception about bringing business uh, clients or, or business associates or people that you deal with in business and bringing them into your friends or your world of friendship. And I think it's really important that when you're dealing with clients that you get to know them on a deep enough level that you know who they are, what makes them tick, what's important to them, uh, what sort of things they like, what about their family. And when you can do that and you can start to be really empathetic and understanding towards the things that they've got going on in their world, that's another way that you can bring love into your business. And what I've seen by doing that is, again, like I mentioned, those clients stay with me. They tend to come back for a long, you know, over and over again because they know that we truly, that I truly love them, that I love what they're about, that I actually really care about what it is that they're doing. Um, and when you have that level of depth and relationship with your clients, then you're able to get past anything. So if any issue comes up, you build a, such a relationship that you're able to talk about it. And I think about even marriage and you know a long-term relationship. Most of you have been following me for a while. You know, I've been with my husband for ever and a day you know how do you do that when you got together at such a young age the same thing through trust through communication through understanding one another through having empathy so if you can take all of those things that make a really strong relationship and you can infuse those into your business then you've got you know the makings for a really solid business that has longevity because no matter what's going to happen in the um, in the environment and the economy those clients are always going to come back to you you're always going to have a nice foundation to continue your business from so I think it's really important well I've certainly found it important for me um, to do that and then to incorporate that sort of stuff into your brand and your messaging. So this would start right at the, the guts of what you're about. So your mission and your values. So your mission and your values really should be the foundation of your brand. They reflect your love and your appreciation for your customers. So you want to think about that when you're writing your mission and your value statement. How can you infuse love into that? How do you infuse your love and your respect and your appreciation for your customers and your employees um, into your mission and your 
um, your vision statement so that it is actually echoed or resonated through every single thing that you do. The other thing that you can do is you can use storytelling. Storytelling is a fantastic way to be able to really connect with your audience on an emotional level. Now, I mentioned this a little bit earlier where I said that, you know, content creators get very vulnerable. We're sharing um, lots of sometimes very personal things to get that connection with your audience. And it's not through being, you know, creating a story because you only want to connect with your audience and you think that's the that's the one story that's going to, um, you know, uh, draw the people in. Because even if you do that, you know, and you're not in alignment and the other things that you do in your business are not in, li- in alignment with, with how you drew them in, you're going to come unstuck. So your storytelling, if you're going to be vulnerable and you're sharing very personal stories, you want to make sure that they're absolutely true. So you want to share stories about how your business actually made a difference in people's lives or how your products and services have actually helped your customers. I mean, using, um, you know, client testimonials, case studies, they are a fantastic way of being able to share. And and more importantly, sharing your customers' wins. So if you've got anybody that's working with you, if you're a coach or consultant, you know, you've worked with someone and they've had an amazing result, you want to be sharing that and celebrating and being their biggest cheerleaders um, alongside them and making sure that you are also supporting them wherever you can. You can use that to showcase your love, your appreciation for your audience on an ongoing basis. The other thing that you can do is you want to make sure that you're showing empathy. So empathy is your ability to understand and share the feelings of others. So it's a really important trait in business, um, a really important trait for business owners to actually have. And it can be a really powerful tool for building relationships with your customers and your employees. When you show empathy in your messaging and your branding, you acknowledge the challenges and the struggles that your audience might be having, right? So when you're showing empathy, you might say, gosh, I know that you might be really struggling with this right now, um, and I've got a potential solution for you. This is something that I struggled with in the past, and this is how I overcame it. So I want to give you an example of that. So I teach a lot of people how to go live, how to do these kinds of shows, In most cases, without a whole raft of notes, they just have a few bullet points that they then can be very, very confident in being able to speak to a camera like this with. And most of them that come to me are absolutely, I'm going to say, shit scared of doing that, shit scared of just pushing go live. They do not want to do it. They are nervous as heck. But by showing them empathy and even showing them some of my early shows on where I was nervous and I had a quiver in my voice and sweaty palms and all those sorts of things. When you can show that, you can show empathy and you can show that, hey, look, I've been there too. And it, and if you follow me and I give you all the steps and I hold your hand along the way, you too can get good at whatever it is, X, Y, Z. So sharing those challenges, those struggles, and showing empathy for your customers um, will also be a fantastic way of being able to infuse love into your business. Now, I talked a little bit about this particular point um, a little earlier on in today's conversation, but it was about being authentic. Authenticity is absolutely key. And I mentioned this when I talked about storytelling. You know, we can, um, you know, storytelling online and making up stories just because you think it's a nice thing to say 
probably not a good uh, good way to go about things. You want to be very authentic. So that is a key when it comes to incorporating love into your branding and your messaging. Your audience can absolutely tell when you are not being genuine, why they will see right through you. So if you say one thing, and you do something completely different, they will notice. So I've even been to um, events where, you know, an MC has got up and spoken about a particular thing um, and said all, said all of these wonderful things that sounded fantastic when they were on the stage, but yet when you get off and you look behind the scenes, some of the things that they're doing are not in alignment with what they said. Totally disingenuous. So you will be found out if you're not being genuine or not being authentic at any part of you know the process. So you just want to bear that in mind and make sure that you are being absolutely authentic. And just think about who you are, what you do, what matters to you, and how you can communicate that in a way that aligns with your business uh, mission and vision. And then, of course, last but not least, is just using positive language. You want to make sure that the language that you've got in your messaging and in your branding can actually have a really big impact on your customers and how your audience actually perceives you. So if you're using a lot of negative language, you're talking negatively about other people or other brands, then that says a lot about you. You know, you're going to start to see people will have this um negative thoughts about you. That's what they will start to think. If you're speaking poorly about somebody else or you're speaking poorly, the language that you're using is not positive. It's in a negative uh, context. Most people will continue to, they will tune out. They don't want to be there. Most people want to listen. They want to listen to, particularly on a show or on a podcast or through your, um, your brand messaging. They want to be uplifted. They want to be fulfilled, inspired. They want to be educated and entertained. So you want to make sure that when we're doing that, that we're using positive language uh, in doing so, because that reinforces your love and appreciation for others. If you think about it, you know, if you're wanting to show love to your family members, you're not speaking poorly at them. You're not using cuss language. You're not using derogatory things. You're speaking really positively and you're building them up. So I don't think it should be any different when you're speaking with your uh, clients or with a potential audience in any uh, in any medium. So whether it's in the written form, it's online like this, it's in a podcast, whatever the case may be, we want to make sure that we're using really positive language because as we know, that negative language can actually turn people away. So we've covered a fair bit of stuff today. I'm just going to um, do a short show, just a couple, you know, 20 minutes or so on this particular topic, but I really do think it's an important one. And when we think about, you know, love in its entire, in its totality, how do we use that? I want you guys to think about how do we use that in our business? Because if we do that in our business, then our customers are going to feel that way. One would hope that your um, positivity, your love for them will rub off, even if it's just a little bit, and they will then in turn show that somewhere else, whether it's back to you or it's back to somebody else, and they see these things happening in your business, then they're more likely to adopt them and implement them in their own business. And before long, we start to see this ripple effect, this ripple effect of there being more love more um, encouragement, more empathy for one another, then there is 
dragging people down, you know, being negative, et cetera, et cetera. What's quite interesting about this too is that when I look at my podcast, I did an episode um, a little while ago uh, with Dr. Garland and it was about tall poppy syndrome and about the fact that, you know, we get into that, we can often get into the space where we're being pulled down by other people. So I'm just imagining a world where it is everything we do is infused with positivity it's infused with love what a difference you know what a difference you could make what a difference the world could be I was out um, just before I tune out today because I've just you know as I do these shows I haven't scripted this but just different things come to mind and I was out with my granddaughter at their place um, on Monday and we popped out there uh, to help my um, to help my daughter-in-law just um, get on top of a few things around the house because my my son now is working away. So John and I, my husband, just popped out there and we thought, well, we'll mow the lawns and we'll do you know her housework and just get things in order to make it a little bit easier for her. And uh, when my granddaughter came home from school, she said, "Nan, can you give me a hand? Can you help me with something today?" I said, "Yeah, what, what's that, babe?" She said, "I need to write a speech. I need to write a presentation um, for." school and I said okay well what what is it about and she read me off she said I've got some topics that I could talk about and one of the topics that was on uh on her list that she could write about was about um charity charity starts at home and um it was quite interesting because as her and I Jada is her name as her and I were having this conversation about what it is to what it means to be charitable um you know, we're talking about imagine a world where uh, where love was everywhere, where people did things for other people, not because they did it because they wanted to get something in return or they did it because they wanted to get paid. They did it because it was the right thing to do or that it felt good. That um, And then we started talking about how that charity starts at home. And today's show, you know, as I was um, preparing to have Kim Sorrell on the show today, and I was reading up about it and I'm like, yeah, what an interesting topic this is. So even though Kim wasn't able to be here with us today, we'll definitely have her back at some other point because she's written a couple of amazing books. She's got a really, really interesting story. I thought, what the heck, I'm going to go live and I just want to talk about this topic anyway, because it is such an important thing. So I hope that uh, today you have listened, maybe you've taken some things on board. You can go away and if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner, you can look at your mission statement, you can look at your vision statement, you can sit back and just take five minutes to think about your brand, think about the business that you have and just ponder and wonder whether or not you actually have love incorporated into it. And I would love to hear from you uh, if you can find five ways that you have incorporated love into your brand and into your business. I would absolutely love to hear about it. And uh, tune in for the next episode of The Unlock Show, because like I said, I'm going to have uh, Kim back at some other date, and I'll keep you guys posted with that. But we do go live every single Wednesday at 10 a.m. So I've got another amazing guest next week. You know what? If the um, you know, if at the last minute the guests don't show up, well, you'll get me. I'll just go live and we'll be talking about something else interesting uh, that will help you move forward and and bring together 
your business and your life so that you can live an amazing one uh, that is absolutely unlocked to be able to do whatever it is that you want uh, with your life. So anyway, guys, thanks very much for joining me for uh, this very impromptu episode today. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys again next week for another episode of The Unlock Show. Until then, if you found this episode uh, useful, if there's somebody in your business life or your life that you love, share this with them. Uh, even if it is just to say, hey, I think you're doing a great job. I really appreciate having you in my life. Um, if that's all it is to say, then go ahead and do that. But other than that, I'll see you guys again next Wednesday. Live your life unlocked because there's just no other way. Bye for now.